everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and this week's show, we have a very special guest. Her name is Star Bell, and she's all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, so we are so excited to have you here, Star, and thanks a lot for joining us today. Hey, everybody. How are you? And thank you, Maddie Rose and the Fame Game for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. It's such a pleasure to have you, and, you know, you're quite an amazing person, I have to say. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That that means a lot. Oh, you're welcome. So, Star, why don't we start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I am born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, I'm very proud and very honored to um, call that place my home. Uh, I grew up on the love of country music, uh, the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, at a very young age, I used to uh, spend time with my grandmother, and we used to sit and listen to the Grand Ole Opry together. And so that was the type of music that I uh, that I was raised on. And um, I guess that just kind of um, that's kind of how I got started. Um, and I, I kept thinking, "Wow, I want to do this someday." You know, I want to be on the Grand Ole Opry, that big stage. You know, and mm-hmm. um, that's that's really how the, the passion um, for music kind of started was was through that. So. That's great to hear, and I was just about to ask you about your musical styling, so you're more so on, like, the countryside? Yes, yes, that's uh, that's the main focus of my music, but I do uh, like to dabble in a little bit of everything. I like to, uh, I like to sing blues, a little bit of pop, a little bit of um, jazz sometimes, and um, I, I just enjoy dabbling in, in all types of uh, different uh, genres, so... That's wonderful, though. And do you play any instruments? Yes, I do. Um, I play mainly piano, keyboard, but I also um, dabble in guitar, um, a little bit of banjo, a little bit of dulcimer, um, bongos, um, auto harp. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. That's so great to hear. I know it's always my favorite thing to ask singers, you know, um, if they play an instrument as well, because many times when one can do both, they like to back themselves up with their own music. So that's kind of something, you know, being a singer myself, it's just like, oh, let's try to play guitar a little bit, because that would be pretty cool, right? So I think it's perfect. I can understand what you you mean by that, because it's like when you're playing an instrument, you're, uh, it's like you can... Like, you can do both and, and just uh, accompany yourself, mm-hmm. which is awesome, because you start, you know, doing things that you think, oh, I, I never thought I could do that, you know, and then you start playing all these, you know, chord progressions, or you hit a strange chord, and you're like, hmm, how can I um, put that into my writing, or put that into a song, and so it's it's very neat to be able to, to have that, so... Absolutely, and I'm glad you brought that point up too. You know, you know, playing an instrument as well helps you with songwriting and making your own arrangements, and essentially, it just kind of fits all the puzzle pieces together, and it works out really well. Yeah, and the the same thing goes for the different types of instruments too. Um, I feel that uh, each type of instrument has its own purpose, uh, depending on uh, how you're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the dulcimer a lot of times 
to um, think up chord progressions, think up some mood songs, think up melodies, you know. And then sometimes I use the guitar for just um, a rhythm basis um, for how for the rhythm of how I want the song to sound. Um, I use the piano mainly for um, chord progressions and writing, and and um, just basically that's like my base for for instruments. So. Very cool. And speaking of like, you know, music in itself and just kind of your love for music, where would you say you have some of your musical inspirations from or who do you look up to? Um, I would have to say I really look up to Dolly Parton. She, I love her her style. I love her sound. I love how um, she is able to um, intertwine the, the different genres. Of, of music and how um, just just her writing style is just so beautiful. It's so honest. Um, I have uh, many musical influences. Um, Bob Dylan is, is another. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really recently starting to get into his um, early recordings um, and, and just his, his writing. I, I really admire the, the honesty, you know, that, that he that he puts on the paper. So it's it's wonderful. I'm, I'm into all types of music, so definitely those, those are like my, my top two. That's wonderful. Yeah, when you said country is the first person that came into my mind, I was like, Carrie Underwood. She was on American Idol. I love Carrie, so. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's great. A, a real big talent. Mm-hmm. For real big sure. talent. Absolutely. So, Star, tell me a little bit, how challenging was it to break into the industry? Because you are a Nashville recording artist, and um, yeah. you've had pretty pretty much success with um, all of your music thus far, making your own album and singles, and I just want to know, what is that like? It can be challenging at times, but I would say the, the thing that keeps keeps going through my mind, you know, is, and that I would have to say the biggest inspiring piece of information that I can I can tell you and this is for anybody out there willing to try you just keep going um, at times it can be challenging you know and it, it's a long process it's it's not as if you you lie down at night and you uh, you think of what you're going to do and you lie down at night and you wake up the next morning and it's you know instant it, it just it takes time you don't have to have patience um you have to have you have to have a plan. You have to kind of know uh, what your future is, and and kind of know what you want to do. And um, yeah, it just takes time. It takes time, patience, and effort, and uh, definitely. So yeah, and that, I love it. That's great. I love every bit of it. And 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 the main thing to remember it's all about it's all about having fun. Mm-hmm. It's all about loving what you do. And then when you get on the stage seeing that passion um, come through as an artist is also important to, to share that with people. Absolutely. I feel like many times people say, you know, if you're having fun, then people will have fun. And when you're doing a song, you want to make them feel that emotion because they're going to feel it too. And it just kind of gets everybody getting going with it. And then they're just, they love it. They love to see that type of passion come out. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I like to, I like to think of it as, as um, all of it coming together as far as the music industry, it's like pieces of a puzzle. You know, you start with your, you start with your first piece, and then you you know it takes a little bit of time, and you think, hmm, how can I you know fit this other piece into this piece to make it you know to make it work? 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you might have to um, do something like, uh, for for example, like song choices. Um, when you when you sit and listen to the, to the album, you know, from start to finish, you're thinking, hmm, I don't, I don't know if this song really fits, you know. And, you know, the order of the songs and that type of thing, you just have to, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back and you have to really think about it. And you have to really find your inner focus and really think about it. And then, you know, it all comes together. And then when you hit the stage, it's it's uh, it's rewarding, definitely. Absolutely. So I'm glad that you kind of ended on that note because I was just about to ask you, what do you enjoy most about being a vocalist? Because there are so many parts and pieces to it. Some people, they really love performing. Others like the songwriting piece of it. But what's yours? I would have to say um, the the piece that I enjoy most uh, is actually the songwriting because I feel that that your songs are your stories and and your voice is more of a vehicle to tell those stories. It's it's how you tell the stories. It's your your writing is, is mainly how what the stories are and what you're explaining. And then your your vocal and your voice when you when you're on the stage is is um, the the passion, the emotion, the um, what you want the audience to feel. So, but I would say definitely the writing is is what I enjoy most about it because you know it's those times and those moments when I can just um, go into a place and um, go into a room and just you know get the feelings out all on paper mm-hmm. and have that that other opportunity to share. Um, once, you know, the song gets recorded and it all comes together, just have that opportunity to share, um, whatever may be behind that, behind that writing or behind that story with other people. For sure. And I think that that is the great piece about songwriting and we should have more people continue to do it because it is definitely an art. But Star, we're going to have some more questions for you, but right now we have to take a quick little break. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Star Bell, Nashville recording artist. So, Star, we were just talking about songwriting, and I really love that piece because trying to songwrite myself, and I'm sure other people go through this too, it's definitely, like I said, an art. You have to kind of figure out what your style is and how to go about it and how the lyrics fit together and are my feelings on the Mm -hmm. paper. There's just so much to it. But with that, and I know you said that you truly love that piece that's your favorite, Um, what is your favorite song that you've made to date? I would have to say my favorite song is Rain. Um, it's one that I one that I wrote um, back in 2013, and um, that song I just I sat in my room and it, I remember it was actually raining that night. <laughs> Perfect. And, um, it was actually yeah. So that that kind of makes sense. And so uh, was uh, was a dark and gloomy night, and I could hear the rain falling, and I. Um, I, I just started, I, you know, and there's so much that comes over you when, when you just sit and you're in peace and you just listen to whatever's around you, you know, a lot of that can inspire you, I feel like, and so, um, that's what happened that night and I just kind of, uh, had a pen and paper and I started writing it and the first line that came out of it was, um, get me out of this pouring rain, you know, mm-hmm. and it just kind of built from there. That's so, great. That's so awesome to hear. And, um, you know, how long does it t- typically take you to write a song? Because I know sometimes it varies for certain people, may take longer than others, but I feel like there are times when you just get so into it that literally you just write the entire song in one sitting. Mm-hmm. That, that happens with me a lot, too. And um, a lot of times if it's not in one sitting, I, I would say um, a, about a month or so, depending on, on the con, on the on the content of the of the song, you know, but if it's just you know really simple and and, and really uh, easygoing type thing, then I, I would say about you know three four hours mm-hmm. to get it you know composed and get get your thoughts out on paper, and then you, you sing it over again and again and again, and and then, and then you edit mm-hmm. and you say, oh, you know, I want to see this instead of this, or you know, I just change this syllable to make it match the previous line or you know mm-hmm. so so yes it, it does vary depending on the on the type of song type of mood and that type of thing so yeah for sure so you know being a vocalist and like you said you've been doing this since you were a little girl this is what you've wanted to do what events have mm-hmm. you done up to this point i have played the wilson county fair for the past 10 years oh wow um this year will be my 11th, and I'm very excited about well, that. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. I've had a CD release party at BB King's, um, and that was where my uh, debut country pop album, Refused to be Diffused, was released. Um, and I had um, a CD release that night. Um, and uh, those, are, those are some of the, the standouts. Um, for me that that I can name. So I uh, have yeah, some great things that I'm I'm very happy about and excited about for the future and I'm um, looking forward to. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up your, your album release um, event that you had. I heard that it was quite exciting. It was quite an exciting night and there were some, some pretty famous people there as well. Yes, yes, there was. Um, the wonderful Stella Parton was there and um, 
it was great. I mean, I mean, we had um, a five six piece band mm-hmm. on there on the stage with me, and and just um, the the capacity of people was just amazing. And I was I was so honored to be able to to look out from the stage and and to be able to see all these people um, out there cheering me on. It was just a blessing, and I was just I was blown away. It was it was a night to remember. May 31st. Oh, perfect. And I'm sure yeah. it was so surreal, just the fact that you're like, I've worked all the way up to this point, and this is, you know, it does pay off. It truly does. And like you said, it, it can be a tedious thing sometimes to, you know, keep persisting and never giving up, but really there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is, you know, and it was just like with that album, you know, there, there's so much, uh, there's so much, um, as far as the building blocks, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you're, um, it's like you're building a, a house, um, almost, a, you know, get a foundation, and that's basically, you know, the song choices, um, what kind of sound are you trying to look for in that type of thing, and then you get the musicians, and you get the studio, and you get, it's just, it's just a huge process, but the moment you step out on the stage, and you start to sing these songs for people that you've been singing again and again and again and you've you've worked hard to polish them and make sure that they're they're vocally the way that you want them to sound and you let those people hear that for the first time and then you see the reaction and you see that they've they get you you see that they get what kind of message you're sending it's the feeling is almost unexplainable Mm yeah and it's it's awesome that you said that, too, because I find that so true, you know, with so many singers and songwriters out there in the world today and, you know, even more so being discovered um, as we speak, people will sometimes ask, you know, well, what makes them different? Well, all of them have a different story and all of them are trying to portray different feelings and not everybody is exactly, you know, identical either. So it's truly great to see that people have these different styles and, and different um, meanings and passions that they want to get out there in their music. And that's what their mission and goal is to tell the people that that's who they are. Yeah. And, and I, I love that you bring that point up too, that, that, um, I, I just did a, a songwriter around last night at the Smokehouse in, in Monteagle, Tennessee, and um, I was sitting there listening, and I thought, man, we are all so different. Mm-hmm. You know, there are two people in the room are the same. Each person, you know, whether it be the way they play their song, whether it be their instrument, whether it be their style, their story, they, they each, they, they have their own uh, uniqueness about them, which is which is captivating just to see, you know, and whether it be their vocal, whether it be their lyric, you know, anything like that. It just it, it makes them stand out, definitely. For sure. And, you know, going back and kind of looking at where you all started, what was it like producing your very first single and not necessarily your album as a whole at first? Was that kind of like a shining moment for you? Because you're like, wow, we're actually getting this started. And many times that's where people start. They do release their first single and, you know, things fall together after that. Yes, I was that experience for me getting ready to um, release that to radio. It was an exciting moment. Um, it was, it was to me, it felt like just another avenue to get things going that I was, 
very um, proud to have have went to, and um, just another way to for people to hear my music. And I was so very happy about that to have that opportunity to just you know get get the song out there and and um, to share to share my music with the world. It's just a wonderful opportunity. So yes, that was exciting for me. That's great. And how did you prepare for um, producing your first single and getting it out there? Like, what steps did it take in order to get to that point? Obviously, you kind of had to, you know, get a song together first, but then you also have to connect with Mm -hmm. the right people. It's kind of teamwork. Definitely. Um, When I did my first single, I had, um, on my team, I had um, management um, who helped uh, me produce the album. Um, I had, um, of course, you know, it, it takes putting the album together and duplicating mm-hmm. it and, and getting, you know, that the image out there of what you want people to see with that album and, and you know, what is your what is your first song that you, when people hear it as a single, that you want people to, you know, say, oh my goodness, this is amazing, you know, and so getting that feedback from my team um, at the time was, was very helpful and um, just being able to choose, you know, this is what the, the audience is um, looking for. So, Yeah, and that's, Definitely. that's wonderful. I'm so glad you kind of filled us in on that. Um, it's just exciting to know that there are people out there that are willing to help you drive your passions and dreams and really accomplish that because, like you said, it truly takes an army sometimes. <laughs> it does. It, it, it does, you know, and... and um, I'm very grateful for those people that were there for me and, and there to help me. And each person that helped me played um, played a role, and they each had their own um, own type of thing that they they needed to do. And, and they helped me um, tremendously with it. And they each you know play their part, and and just um, we all just kind of worked together on it and. I made it happen, and I'm so grateful for those people to this day. That's wonderful. And Star, we'll definitely talk more about your music, but we have to take a quick little break once again. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fan Game. Looking for a show about your favorite movies? stars and dvd releases get ready for kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel your hosts all eight of them have been selected by kids first as film critics through a national competition each week they will preview new movies before you see them walk the red carpet with the stars and will review the latest dvds our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids perspective kids first coming attractions is heard every tuesday at 4 p.m eastern 1 p.m pacific on voice america kids sometimes we may sound strange but remember we're just kids with opinions you're listening to voice america kids Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. 
Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Break a leg. What do you think of? Maybe it's the movies, musicals, stage shows, and theater. Break a Leg will explore all forms of creativity, whether it's from theater, movies, TV, or even books. On our show, we'll discuss all aspects of show business, including how to get your start and what's trending now. Guests include actors, singers, and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective. Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all-things entertainment show, Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Starbell once again. So we were just talking about, you know, Star's first single and kind of blasting back to the past of that time just to find out that, you know, success does take time and being persistent does help the dream work. So, Star, my next question for you is tell me what you hope to accomplish for the future because I'm sure you have a lot of plans right ahead of you. Yes, what I hope to accomplish for the future 
is um, the release of a new EP. Um, we are planning for that and getting the details together. As of right now, we know that it's going to have um, uh, six songs. And right now, my main focus is writing, um, writing new material. Um, even though the the times may be where I'm not playing as frequently, um, I'm spending that time and and just um, getting more time to write um, with various people as well. I have several uh, co-writes going, um, even one today, as a matter of fact, that I'm preparing for. And uh, I'm very happy and excited to uh, start seeing all this come together. Uh, so it's just another another process, and you just go step by step, and you take it one step at a time, and uh, you take as much time as you need to, and and don't feel that you have to rush anything. It's just wonderful that's, to be able to do that. So That's great, Star. And you, you kind of mentioned a little bit that you co-write a little bit. So what other artists have you worked with and have you thought about doing that? I have worked with um, Corey Barker. He is a very um, dear friend of mine. Um, I've worked with a lot of um, friends and musicians in the industry who... Um, uh, may not be from Nashville, uh, but several several of them are. Um, P.J. Steelman, who is um, from Bristol, Virginia, um, I've worked with him. Um, I've also worked with um, Kevin Ball, is the one who is going to be coming over um, today for a writing session. And um, it's just wonderful to have the opportunity to stay connected and to be able to work with these people. Most definitely. And I know that you kind of mentioned um, your latest album. It's called Refuse to be Defused. So tell me a little mm-hmm. bit more about that song title. I think that's so cool. It's such a cool album. Um, and really just how it all came together and what the inspiration behind it was. Well, thank you so much for the compliment. I do appreciate it. Um, the way that album title kind of came together um, during the recording process of this album, I was also um, under management where I underwent um, a little bit of artist development. Mm-hmm. And um, the purpose of that was to um, kind of steer me in the direction of different uh, genres, so to say, or a different style, um, or a different, um, kind of like if you're reading a book, you, you flip to a different page. And this would be kind of like the new chapter of of me as an artist, and so um, that was the one thing. And then the other thing was, as far as the album title goes, um, we just kind of thought, you know, what kind of message do we need to send to the audience? What do you want to portray? What is it, you know, what is the thing that when people look at the album or when people, um, people read it and see that title refuse to be diffused, um, and so that that's kind of the thought process behind it was um, it was it was a brand new me as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a whole different um, perspective at that point in time um, that we wanted people to see um, of me and and um, just uh, grown up and tough and uh, ready to face anything. 
and uh, it was a whole growing process, you know, for that. And so um, we just sat down one day, me and uh, my team, and we just kind of decided, you know, we just started shuffling album titles um, after we had finished the recording of, of the album, and we just sat down and we just made a list, and we thought, you know, what what has a nice um, ring to it is when people are saying it, and, and you know, I just, I, I had thought about it initially, and I just wrote down, um, refused to be diffused, and I thought, that's a cool title, you know, and we mm-hmm. just, the more we talked about it, how, you know, how uh, the growing process with an artist and and how um, we wanted to portray to people as, you know, the the way that I've, I've grown and that sort of thing. And that, that's really how it came about. And so Refused to Be Refused kind of just stuck. And so... That's awesome, though. So it's definitely a learning experience um, is kind of what I'm getting from that. And then, you know, it did come together. I I do think that is a very catchy title. As soon as I saw it, I was like, ah, it does have a nice ring to it. So, you know, you are so correct <laughs> within you. that. You're welcome. Yeah. So it's such a great experience that you're sharing with us. And I truly love that. So what would you say so far, um, if you can kind of remember just like of all the things that you've done, what is the highlight of your career? I would have to say the highlight of my career would be um, when I was, I believe, nine years old or eight, around the eight or nine, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to go backstage um, to the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, gosh. And um, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Charlie Pratt, and I went into his dressing room and sang to him. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's he, very down to earth he said you know come on in little young lady you know and it just that experience was absolutely wonderful and uh, getting to meet little Jimmy Dickens I never forget it um I've always loved him and and uh uh, getting to stand on the stage the Grinaloppy stage too was um absolutely amazing that's wonderful yeah Mm -hmm. That sounds like quite the experience, and that must have been, like you said, just so thrilling. And, um, you know, with that being said, and and just speaking about a music career, and just I know that you're so passionate about this, so you can definitely probably give somebody insight on this. What advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue a music career? The advice that I would give them is um, you just have to keep, you have to keep pushing um, you have to have you have to have a plan. You have to kind of um, for each day. You have to have kind of a goal for that that certain day, and say, you know, I'm going to do this for this day. I'm going to um, uh, make sure that I have um, what I need to be able to know what I'm going to do in, in the next steps, and and keep going, and um, most of all, keep writing and. and um, stay passionate about it um, do it because you love it um, because it's something that you love to do and um, just keep writing, keep singing um, and just keep going and and follow follow your dreams you know you're a dreamer you got to follow follow what you love and do what you love totally for sure, so. I completely agree and second that. 
So, Star, we are going to be featuring your song at the end of today's show, which I'm super excited about. And the one that you've picked is Dandelions and Daisies. So tell me a little bit about this song and um, what's it about? Um, this song, Dandelions and Daisies, um, it's just a simple country song. Um, the, the chorus lines is something to be effective. Um, it's not about the price tag or um, things I can't afford, you know. Um, I come from a simple world um, where less is always more, and it's just about appreciating the simple life. And um, I pitched this idea uh, with Corey Barker, and uh, we wrote it together. And um, that's just kind of how we kind of bounce the ideas off of each other, and and we kind of um, uh, embrace the concept of just um, the simple life and and what it is um, to, to love and embrace and and be able to um, just appreciate the simple things. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for everybody to hear this song. Um, it's definitely a great one. And Star, also tell me, how can others find out more about you and your music? You can go to my website at www.starrbelle.com. Um, I'm also on Reverb Nation and on Facebook as well. I have a, a musician band page there. So um, if they'd like to find out more about me, they can visit me at those places. Perfect. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on Star Bell, and I'm so glad we got to talk. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on as well. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, have a nice day, Star Bell, and we'll definitely be watching out for you in the future. Okay. Thank you so very much. All right. Bye. Alright, bye-bye. So guys, it looks like with that being said, let's take another quick little break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So we just got done with Star Bell's interview. I thought that was really great. Um... 
It's, it was definitely a first time that we've had a Nashville recording artist on the Fame Game, so it's pretty cool. have to say it's something nice in the new year. More guests to look forward to, more exciting guests. And I just love everything that she had to say, though. It was truly a testament to, you know, music and, and pursuing a music career and everything that goes into it. Because like everybody says, I feel like anybody, um, not only in the entertainment industry, but specifically because we're talking about singers and vocalists, that it's a tedious job. You kind of have to keep going with it. And I know personally in my life too, I get it. Like I'm, I'm still young, but there was a point in my life too, where I was like, I don't know if I want to keep singing anymore. I don't know if this is my thing, but then, you know, continuing out through it, I was like, no, I have to do this. This is who I am. I love music. I, I can't stray away from it. Everything that I do is about that. Music is like where all your feelings come from. It, it can help you in like the bad times, the sad times, the happy times, um, all that good stuff. So I have to say that it was great hearing from another artist and just seeing that she was so successful in that. And not only because she was living in Nashville, I mean, it's great that she was because many times people will actually go and follow their dreams and move to Nashville in hopes of, you know, becoming a recording star and all of that good stuff. But the fact that she's just continued it since she was from a young age and then going through it with the songwriting and, you know, the, the singer development and everything that goes into it because we're not all perfect in the beginning. We definitely have some work to do and some some things to learn from all of these great experiences and in time it does come to you and success comes that way too. It's just, like I said, a lot of persistence and, and heavily going at it. Um, one of the things I guess that kind of stuck to me too was about the songwriting. It's, it's so true though because there are times when like songs, they'll just lie around and you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this? It's just kind of sitting there. Uh, um, is this ever going to be finished? Like, what is this going to entail? And then there are other times when you just sit there and you're like, ah, song done. It's all good to go because you just wrote it in like an hour or two. And that's always exciting. But then, like she said, it's never good enough to the fact where you just keep singing it over and over again and then you're like no I think I'm gonna change this line no, I don't really like that word you know this word might sound better so it's just a constant a constant art I guess to say because it's like editing and and going back and just making sure that you're truly portraying the feelings that you want to portray and then not only that but if you've ever heard of the line that you know a song is like a story. The lyrics are a story. It is so true because if you listen to any song there's a meaning behind it I don't think there's any singer that just writes a song and it's just like, no, I just, I just wrote those words down because I just felt like it. I always feel like, even on their interviews, and that's why I love music so much, is because it truly is like storytelling and people don't even realize it too. Even when you're writing a song, people might say like, why am I writing this? Well, there must have been a reason to it because you are feeling those emotions and you're writing the words down on the paper. And again, that's just a very cool part about it. Like I said, in all of the celebrities' interviews, they're like, yeah, this was my motive behind writing this. This was my inspiration. And I'm passionate about this, this, and this. And that's why it came to me. So it just makes so much sense. And uh, yeah, it's nice. And even in every part of the world, there's going to be singers out there. And they're all different. Like I said in the interview, even Star kind of agreed with that too. She said, you know, it's true. You know, when I was in a circle and I was writing with other artists, even in my same town, they are all different. They all have different stories and they just have different styles. Everybody's unique in their own way. And I feel like that's why music is never the same because we have tons and tons of artists out there. And you, you may look at it like not every country artist is the same either. You 
don't necessarily say that Taylor Swift is the same as Carrie Underwood. They're completely different. Although I do know that Taylor Swift is coming a little bit more pop, which is pretty cool. She is definitely trying something out with that. And I guess that's basically a great argument to, to bring up, too. Stars change their music styles. It's all a learning experience. People were not necessarily bashing Taylor Swift on the fact that she was transferring over to more so pumply. Pumply, I don't even know why I just said that. That's weird. Pop style, that's what I meant. Yeah, guys. There had to be a little screw-up on the fame game somewhere because we just expect that. But that's just me. So, anyways, pop style. Uh, and, and, you know, what she said is, I'm trying something different because I'm trusting my intuition. I'm trusting my gut. This feels right. I think people are going to love it. And actually, I think that Taylor Swift has been the only artist to top herself on the billboard chart she was number one like twice i think that's what i heard in the latest interview or something and i thought that was great this is actually one of her most successful albums to date out of her entire career and it was because she took a chance and she wanted to be different like i said it's just a learning experience you have to develop somehow and sure some people will be like well you're a country artist so you have to stay a country artist not necessarily. People can kind of mix their styles and, and transform into who they are, and I just think that that's the cool part about it all. So that's just something that came to me because it is very relatable in the sense, too. Even as, like, a starting artist, you're continuing to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And I've even seen that with, like, YouTube artists, for example. I always bring up The Voice because we all know that's my favorite show. It still is to date, I promise. I, I love it. It just, it makes me. <laughs> and on there, there was this one YouTube artist that I watched ever since she was on YouTube. Her name was Christina Grimmie, and I've probably mentioned her on my show before because I absolutely love her music, and I've also featured her music on here. But she started off on YouTube, and her covers were great. They were absolutely fantastic, but she got better and better. And then the show and the coaching that she received just completely set it off the bar. And she was even more amazing than she ever was. So it's just kind of like, all right, there, there's a rhyme and a reason for all of these different things. And everything kind of plays a piece. It's like, like Starbell said, a giant puzzle. There's just all these pieces lying around. You have to figure out how to fit them together. Or maybe there's just a few pieces that you haven't yet found, but they promise will come. So, yeah, I think that's the pretty cool thing about it all. But I definitely enjoyed this show. It was very fun. I always love talking about music, and this interview was definitely one of my top favorites. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this show. But I did promise a featured song of the week. So here it is by Starbell, Dandelions and Daisies. Enjoy. Hold on, cowboy. You need to ease up off the gas. I'm still into you, but you're moving way too fast. There's something
I'm your host, Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark.
of Wiz Pops from the Kidstar Album of the Month. 